welcome friends again to our newest segment, The Extraordinary Zone. Here we are to talk about all of the people that have blazed their trails and set trends in times where they felt uh, faced resistance in order to do amazing things. So get comfortable and get ready to get uncomfortable <laughs> in The Extraordinary Zone. So yes, we have children, <laughs> real life, hashtag real life. Um, I am also a mom, but also a podcaster as well as a um, coach and all that good stuff. And I, I love it, hashtag no filter. So <laughs> we appreciate um, you letting us be real with you today. So today I am here with the amazing J.M. Buckler. Um, she, if, for those of you who don't know her, she is an amazing authoress, extraordinaire. I've had the pleasure of reading her books and knowing her um, through some of that journey. And um, we are going to just kind of take a peek into her life. Um, really, the, the whole mission here is for you to kind of hear an example of someone who is walking their own path and that it is rough with its resistance and with its changes and with its growth, that um, you're not alone and that you can do it. I believe we, we have our purposes um, and our callings happen for us, and sometimes we kind of hesitate because we don't want any backlash or we don't want to stand out or we're afraid of what will happen. And I truly believe hearing from others who are doing the same thing or further down their path, are um, it can be very soothing, it can be very comforting. Um, and also just a, a reminder that we need community and we're not supposed to be doing it alone. So without further ado, um, we're going to introduce our wonderful guest today. Thanks so much for coming. Thank you for having me. Yes, and um, just kind of start with asking, gosh, what brought you into writing? You know, it's, it's funny. I get that question a lot, and I did not like English in school. <laughs> I always loved reading, uh, but when it came to writing papers, I dreaded it. Uh, I think it's because I hadn't found my passion, and that wasn't what was driving me to write the paper. It was for the grade, um, and I, wasn't, I never considered myself a, a good writer at the time. <laughs> Um, the idea for the story came for me one morning when I woke up. It wasn't a dream. It was just the idea was there. Uh, but what's interesting is I had just reached a crossroad, uh, crossroads in my life. I was constantly, let's see, that was 2008 is when that morning happened. And I had been, my entire life, I got my high school diploma, and then I started a community college and never... I must have withdrawn from, I don't even know how many classes. I'd take a class, it was, it was the excitement of starting something new. Mm -hmm. And I loved preparing for it, but I could never execute. Mm -hmm. I was always one, I think I had 13 W2s one year in my life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, because I could, I never, I was bored. I would, mm -hmm. I could land any job interview I had. I, I knew the right thing to say, the right thing to wear, um, to get the job and I was excited about it, but then after a week, I was bored. Mm -hmm. It wasn't what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. um, so I decided to go back to school full time. I had always wanted to go to the University of Texas. Uh, I transferred. I was all excited. And then I got there. And then it was that, mm -hmm. like a deflated balloon. Just that. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time in my life, took years, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. of realizing happiness isn't found outside of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And it was in that moment where I, I was sitting in, in school and the professor said, can you raise your hand if you remember 
Right. I was like, yeah, I drove to school that, right. and I was the only person in the class. Mm. I was like, oh, I'm so old here, <laughs> is how it felt at least. Um, but for some reason, that moment shifted something where I said, this isn't who I am. This, uh, this degree won't define who I am. This isn't mm -hmm. what I want to be doing in my life. For so many years, I was a people pleaser mm -hmm. and shifting my life of what people thought I should be doing. I should, probably should be in school, so I'm going to do it. Mm -hmm. I should have a job, so I'm mm -hmm. going to get one. Uh, so I got up and I walked out of class. And I said, I'm done. Mm -hmm. And it was the first time in my life that I came into a posture of acceptance with it where I realized I'm okay with this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to do it because it's what I should be doing mm -hmm. or because what people are telling me I should do. Mm -hmm. School's not for me. And it's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. And I feel like in our society, it's such a program that you have to have that degree. Yes, it's helpful getting a job. Um, but I was raised with two parents that, you know, one got a GED and one, you know, towed around in college for a while but mm -hmm. didn't graduate. Uh, two entrepreneurs who did great. So I said, you know what? I'm okay with this. And so it was funny. It was about <laughs> a week later of moving into that posture of saying, this is who I am. I'm not a college degree. I have no clue what I want to do in my life, but I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. And I just went into that gray area and I stopped searching. Mm -hmm. And it was literally days later, I woke up with the idea for the story in my head. Wow. So it's almost, it was like a validation that when you clear out the clutter, and just mm -hmm. allow yourself to open up mm -hmm. to the possibilities of what could, what could be there. Mm -hmm. It manifested. It's like the story manifested. Yes. So I still had a lot of self-doubt, though, mm -hmm. in, my, in my abilities. And so I just sat on it for four years, drove back and forth to work, listening to music. It's a huge part of my life. Uh, the story, I knew the beginning and the end. I knew I had to fill in the details. Mm -hmm. So I just sat there driving, listening to music, plotting. And then it was my husband who said, what do you have to lose? You know, so it was 2012. I made that first keystroke, and it was rough. It was it was slow. I didn't. I Googled how to write a book. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I didn't have a clue what I was doing. Mm -hmm. um, I got pregnant. Life happened. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> I went through a challenging um, part of my personal life, so the writing just stopped. Mm -hmm. um, we moved to a new environment. Things started opening up again, and I started writing, but it was still so painful. It was such mm -hmm. a slow process, and I was mm -hmm. like, "What is going on? It's the story's there, but it's not coming out." Mm -hmm. So I had a very um, big spiritual shift in my life and a spiritual moment. And I saw suddenly a void in the marketplace for, mm -hmm. especially in the younger generation mm -hmm. of readers, mm -hmm. that there's so many stories that are exciting and especially fantasy based mm -hmm. uh, that readers love. Mm -hmm. uh, but when you close the book, what do you get out of it? And like I said, I didn't enjoy English, but I loved literature and I always read. Mm -hmm. And these books were such a great escape. But so many of them, when they were done, sometimes they'd have, you know, some themes of love and compassion, mm -hmm. but it was always the villain's the villain, destroy the villain, the book's mm -hmm. over, the hero wins. Right. And I said, you know what, there's got to be more, there's more to that, I need some depth to this. So I realized that that was the void, and I said, you know what, I think I can do this mm -hmm. with my stories, create a story yes. of, of, of excitement and romance and drama and all the things that make a great fantasy story, but I can also give it um, really deep messages mm -hmm. um, that can be moving and show the reader life isn't pretty and mm -hmm. it's not always sunshine and daisies mm -hmm. um, but give them tools of how to move through the challenging situations in their life mm -hmm. versus avoiding them mm -hmm. and do it with compassion and love versus mm -hmm. judgment and hate mm -hmm. and so when I made that I said that's what I want to do and mm -hmm. when I set that intention the next morning is when I woke up and I finished the book in two weeks and then I finished my second book in 12 days my that third book in, in three weeks so it was like, it was once again, it was that validation from mm -hmm. the universe or God mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it, that mm -hmm. the work started flowing through me. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, this is, this is my path. And that mm -hmm. was the first time that 
work didn't feel like work. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I sit, you know, 14 hours a day at a computer, and yes, it's hard on your back, but I don't, you know, I think of before I had an accounting job, mm -hmm. and the idea of sitting four hours a day right. was grueling. Right. And this is just, it's, it's, I think once you find that purpose and your calling and your passion, as you know, it's, mm -hmm. it's not work. It's just this, a drive that comes mm -hmm. from within, so. That is amazing. And I just, there's a couple of points you brought that just is really neat. Um, and one of them was being bold to step out mm -hmm. of your expectations from other people mm -hmm. to, to say, you know what, I'm bored. Mm -hmm. Yes, I'm in school. Yes, I'm doing everything right. Mm -hmm. But I'm bored. And a lot of people, I mean, I just, I know so many just, just hearing when I'm coaching, I hear it. And I just, I love the, 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 um, the similarities because it just shows that we are, we are all connected. We are all um, brothers and sisters, yes. we really are, um, which is why we could help each other when we're all different places. But um, so many people who will say, gosh, I am bored. I am not happy. And then most people will just say, well, maybe I just need to give it more time. Exactly. Everybody wants me here. I, I don't feel it, but maybe it'll kick in. We always wait. I'm waiting for it to kick in. I'm waiting for it to kick in. Some people will get to retirement age <laughs> waiting for it to kick in. Oh, and it's just, it's heartbreaking. And I just love hearing stories of people who say, you know what? What do I have to lose? I am not happy, and although I'm not, me being happy is going to make other people unhappy, yep. <laughs> I'm going to follow my happiness because if I'm not, if I'm not happy, who can I serve? Absolutely. Who can I serve when I'm not happy? Yeah. And I just that is so amazing. So I just I hear this being brave and and saying, you know what? Am I even excited about what I'm doing? Mm -hmm. And then doing something about mm -hmm. it, not waiting sixty years. No, there's it, no there's no point. It there's isn't. no point. I heard there's I don't know who said this. Um, quote, but it said, you know, don't chase your dreams, let them chase you. Right. And that, that really oh, struck a chord with me because it was like, you know what, if we sit here constantly waiting for something to happen, your life will pass before your eyes. It's you know? so true. And what it's so important visual. living in the now. It is. Know? It really is because now is what we have. That's all I, have. I think that, that that is, I think, the illusion. I feel like we mm -hmm. are, I mean, a lot of shadows and mm -hmm. substance, you know, and figuring out which is what because a lot of times shadows can look like substance mm -hmm. and and illusions can can seem like that mm -hmm. it's it's real, and a lot of times it goes to you know what is what is the, in the community, what is in our society, what is in the air that's telling us what we should do, and a lot of it's you're supposed to go to school, yep. that's what you're just supposed to do, and you're coming out of school, and it kind of makes sense. Well, I'll just go back into more school, mm -hmm. but now you've got more choices. Exactly. And so I think that that's when people decide, like, well, what am I even doing this for? And a lot of times there isn't that transitional mm -hmm. period. It's almost like there's a bit of a shunning if you don't go to school. Mm -hmm. And then, and I what I love is that the, those families who would teach their children and say, you know, school's not for everyone. Mm -hmm. and it's not even for everyone now. Some people will find that maybe later, they just not even go to four year, just some extra instruction, whether Absolutely. it's finding a community of yeah. writers. Or take a gap year. I mean, other countries, that's just the norm. You finish your you know, high school and you take a gap year and really figure out what you want to do. I feel like you know, in, in the U.S., it's such a shove down your throat. Like you finish school, you have to hurry and run to college. Why? It's so true. And most people, <laughs> their enjoyment in college is not the school part. Exactly. <laughs> so we're wasting money yeah, <laughs> to party. You party for free. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's a lot of money. Gosh. You know. and, and then you said, you know, just having the community of support. That although it was one, mm -hmm. you know, I think that's all you really need. Yes. You know, if you have a sea of people saying you shouldn't do it, if you're supposed to do it, it only takes one. It's, and, you know, <laughs> validation is it's a, it's a tricky thing. And mm -hmm. I feel like self-doubt... That's been my biggest inner demon with this industry is self-doubt. And it's, you know, in, in, this, in this industry, you have to have very thick skin because mm -hmm. you're going to have people, you're putting yourself out into the right. world to be judged and criticized mm -hmm. by everyone. So mm -hmm. I tell aspiring authors, like, 
that are writing their first book and they're not published, I said, you are in a very sweet space right now mm -hmm. because no one's looking at you, mm -hmm. you know, and you've got all the excitement. And as soon as you <laughs> press that button mm -hmm. on launch day uh, that says go live, it's you're out into the world. So you have to be have enough confidence in your own work and in mm -hmm. yourself to say, you know what, I, I wrote a book and I put it out there and that's more than a lot of the critics mm -hmm. have done. You know, it's that's easy for people true. to sit behind their computer and tear apart someone. That's very true. Um, and unfortunately, mm -hmm. it's part of the course. When you start doing your path, mm -hmm. it's so interesting. I mean, and I think the way I look at it is that there, there is the, the light, there's mm -hmm. a dark, there's a positive, there's a negative mm -hmm. in this world. We live in a broken world and everybody kind of can see that just in what they see out there. And when you do something that is putting more light more positivity in the world. It's gonna get attacked. It, it is gonna get attacked mm -hmm. because it's messing with the negative balance. And so the negative mm -hmm. is gonna to wanna to come in mm -hmm. and, and destroy that light mm -hmm. because it's taking away mm -hmm. from its negativity. And it really, there is a finite amount, I feel like. It is, it's a mm -hmm. finite amount, mm -hmm. you know, of, of positive and negative mm -hmm. that's here. Mm -hmm. You know, and so, and, and so thinking about it as territory, you think about it as war, you can call it what you want, but like if, if um, negative has certain territory, let's mm -hmm. say, you, you know, the young adult, you know, mm -hmm. um, industry for um, uh, literature, mm -hmm. you know, that there, there isn't a lot out there that's putting things back mm -hmm. into. So you read it and it's a great story. Mm -hmm. And I love that, you know, mm -hmm. and substance, there's the word, yeah. you know, that, that it doesn't really provide substance mm -hmm. as you, you read the book and then like, that was a great story, but what am I walking away from it? Yeah, like, what, what did I, I as I invested time mm -hmm. and, and resources. Mm -hmm. And so, and I think that we are built to, to have a return when you invest, you yes. want some sort of return. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it is, you know, we've gotten used to just good storytelling, mm -hmm. you know, and we're not growing and mm -hmm. we are supposed to be constantly growing. And maybe that is kind of the struggle with the people who, who are negative. I've heard it put so great. There's like three layers. You know, you've got the, the, the people at the bottom who were kind of unhappy, mm -hmm. you know, and the people in the middle, they're not really sure what they want to do yet. And the people at the top that are just, just climbing, mm -hmm. no matter how hard it mm -hmm. is. And the people at the bottom want to pull. Oh, absolutely. Want to pull everybody, mm -hmm. you know, and those get them to pull. And so these, you know, you have to decide where am I going? Am I, mm -hmm. am I going to be down here or am I going to be up here? And yeah, I think... Yeah, that's what I say. It's, 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 you know, you... That's the lesson I, I teach in my books is, you know, we always have... You have the power to see the situation differently. That is so you true. You know, and yes. I feel like it's easy to fall into the victim yes. mentality and be mm -hmm. like, oh, woe is me. They're mm -hmm. attacking me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you're giving them that power when that's you say right. that. You know, so you can stay in your own power mm -hmm. and not listen to the noise. Mm -hmm. And we can, you know, I think people get confused with forgiveness. Thinking mm -hmm. forgiveness means you are agreeing with the choice they made. And right. that's not what forgiveness that's is. Right. You know, that's forgiveness right. is giving your own power back to mm -hmm. you. You know, and you're not chained to those people anymore. That's right. And I feel like, so when I, you know, the naysayers or the people that bring negativity to my life used to, I would get very defensive mm -hmm. and I would want to lash out, mm -hmm. even if it wasn't a verbal attack, but mentally I could mm -hmm. see I was like putting up a wall mm -hmm. where now I try to step into once again, a posture of acceptance and say, you know what? I can forgive them for where they are. That's not mm -hmm. me agreeing with what they've that's said right. or what they've done, right. but that's realizing that's where they are in their life, and that's right. okay. And that's just saying, I don't and know I don't have to. I don't have to hang out with mm -hmm. them. I don't have to go to that that's level. Right. I don't even have to respond. Because right. I feel like when you're responding, you know, on social media, it's so easy. If someone makes a comment, you want to put a comment back mm -hmm. or feel like you need to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. And I've told, <clears throat> I told my husband from day one, I said, I'll never defend my work because there's mm -hmm. nothing to defend. Right. The truth's the truth. It is what it is. That's right. <laughs> so I will never get up there mm -hmm. if someone's going to start crucify me mm -hmm. well you said this or you said i have nothing to defend mm -hmm. so if that's the way they see the work it that's fine yeah. exactly that's fine but so i think it is it's just accepting and you know showing i think people also think showing kindness can is a weakness 
And I um, think that's mm. a big error. It is. You know? It is. And, and what an attack, because actually I've seen kindness deflate. Yes. The most angry, anger thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's so neat to watch, you know, because it's really difficult. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're, say a person is inflated and ready to just attack. Mm-hmm. And then if you attack back, well, you're just, you're essentially you're just volleying it. You you're are. You are volleying it back and forth. Mm-hmm. But when you take kindness, and I love this, it's a way, it's not necessarily, I mean, I, I kind of think of it as an absorption, but mm-hmm. also it's kind of saying, I'm going to not give it back. Because a lot of people will, 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 and this is unfortunate thing, is it's got to go somewhere, which is why I think forgiveness and actually grieving, because it does hurt. And I think mm-hmm. our society does not promote grieving. Mm-mm. They say toughen up. Yep. I mean, I was raised toughen up. Big and, girl pants on. Exactly. <laughs> and what that ends up turning into anger yep. and defensiveness, you know. And so if we're not allowed, exactly, if we're not allowed to grieve, because it does, when somebody attacks, it hurts. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, mm-hmm. right? That's them. Whatever hurt and broke because it hurt people hurt people. That's mm-hmm. nothing to say there. It's it's coming from our place of hurt. So I I love what you're saying and, and I remember reading your book and I love how your your heroine she's so great where you know she was you know working through through a lot of that understanding compassion whereas that I have that instinctual reaction yes and then the wait a minute mm-hmm. and and let let me let me let me just look at this mm-hmm. and then you see. Maybe this person's had a bad day, mm-hmm. or you don't know what's going on in this person's mm-hmm. life, but nobody acts angry for no reason. Absolutely. And do I take this mm-hmm. in myself and then become angry? Yeah. And the, um, the truth of the matter is, is when you receive anger, and if you don't receive it in a way that's healthy, mm-hmm. it gets out somewhere. So whether you Absolutely. volley it back to the or person. Or you're going to harbor it, and then it's going to come and out. And take it out, and you lose mm-hmm. control over it mm-hmm. at that point, I feel like. When you, and that's what, you know, some of the critis- uh, critique I've gotten from my protagonists is, you know, she's only an 18-year-old girl, and people are like, no 18-year-old has the wisdom of her. Like, she's talking like a 35-year-old. And I think it's funny because that's exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Because people dumb down kids it's so, so much. And so I feel true. like that's such a program is like, Gosh, why I'm, can't an 18-year-old mm-hmm. woman be strong mm-hmm. and show compassion and kindness and actually take a minute and look at situations from that's a different right. perspective? Why not? Right. So that's something my, to you aspire know, to. Yeah. So it's like I'm giving I'm giving kids, whoever, anyone, mm-hmm. um, the chance to see situations differently and to actually close the book and think about, hmm, how would I handle that situation? Right. Or a situation comes up and they not mm-hmm. consciously thinking of my book, right. but they're like, oh, you know what? I could probably handle that a little. Let me take a step back. Yeah. So I think that's what it comes mm-hmm. down to is taking that step back because mm-hmm. if we react like that instant reaction is usually not the right one mm-hmm. when it comes to what someone else does and it, when it's a reaction but if we take that that's step back acting on anger yeah. it is because mm-hmm. usually that's going to be the first feeling because what they did was hurtful and it really and, and and anger is just i feel like that it has become kind of a the diva of the show you know <laughs> where <laughs> where really behind and the real what's going on is hurt yep the person is hurt and when you're so used to anger, you forget that really. And you think this, lashing out is going to help you feel better. And when in reality, a, you're just hurting yourself. It's again. just making it worse. And I think that is the, the trap, just like with children. Yes. And, and that's something that I really just, I, I pray and I, and I see and I just, you know, and I love that I'm aware because mm-hmm. it's very easy to not be aware. And that just is what happens. It really does. Nobody intends to be that way. But I'm so thankful for the, the, the resources and the people that are being bold mm-hmm. and stepping out. Mm-hmm. And saying that, and what I love, and I guess I just thought of a, an, another way of looking at that critique, mm-hmm. is that the good part about that critique coming out is that when you respond to it, mm-hmm. wow, you make people think, do I? Maybe the one who's doing it might not receive it, but mm-hmm. the ones that are audience, which is always an audience to these yes, things, yes. who's looking at it. And I feel like there's definitely mm-hmm. um, a, a higher mm-hmm. power at work that orchestrates all of that. Mm-hmm. Just so have me happening through that post, like that's yes. not an accident, you yeah. know, and and so I think that it's it's amazing that the question gets raised out of a place of being, you know, negative, right? 
but it allows you to come back and say, well, mm -hmm. why not? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. What's wrong with, you know, aspiring to raise our children to be mm -hmm. wise before they go out there by themselves? Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> I'm trying that. to give, give a positive role model here. So. And so I think, so I think that's also great. And for those of you listening, I mean, when you're doing something and you're getting a critique, mm -hmm. that's a great way of looking at it. How can I take this that has been posed mm -hmm. and answer it in a way to where maybe this person is in a, they're trying to get me out of sorts, mm -hmm. but maybe I cannot see that person and say, mm -hmm. wherever who's listening, mm -hmm. I can address this mm -hmm. and possibly bring up a really neat point Absolutely. that somebody might so love that. It was amazing. And, um, um, you know, brings us to the, the other thing we were talking about was community, mm -hmm. right? You know, mm -hmm. just having a support, even if it's one, mm -hmm. or if it's, but I'm, I mean, as you've been going, you have been building yes. a supportive community. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer that mathematics does not work when it comes to support or serving. You know, mm -hmm. one can equal like 50. Quality. Yes, quality. yes, yes. 50 negatives. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. One, just one. one. Yeah, I tell my readers... Yeah. <clears throat> that a lot I have, I have such fantastic support and readers that I'm so grateful for every day. And I, sometimes they feel like they're bothering me when they reach out to me. And I'm like, you are never bothering me with kindness. That's right. You know, yes, I will as, receive that all day long. <laughs> as, as an author, when someone says, thank you for writing or you changed my life or please continue doing what you're doing. That's what keeps me going. You yes. know, it's not the negative reviews of, oh, watch this. I'm going to make this better. No, mm -hmm. that's coming from a different posture. It's the, that's right. You know, when you come from a posture of gratitude, it's, it's so much, it's, it's pure and it's, that it's is natural. So true, you know? true. And since I've known you, especially as you've been watching a little bit of I have during mm -hmm. the journey, one of the things I've always admired and I've, I was thinking about the other day is you've always been so gracious, you know, when it comes to um, compliments or when it comes to people showing up or mm -hmm. people um, getting involved or, or connecting with you. And that is amazing. That is an amazing quality because, like, like that person who, who says, or the people who feel like they're bothering you. Mm -hmm. I mean, what role models are out there to where that yeah, is where it, kind that, of the that thought? Feels, it feels that way. And, that's, where, and that I'm always like, what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Expect more from your role models. <laughs> yeah, and I understand, you know, a lot of these huge celebrities, they don't have time to reach out or they have someone running their social media accounts. And that's one thing, you know, as this grows and it, it's growing fast, is I just, I, that's the one thing I always, I always, anytime I get, any positivity coming towards me, I always take a you moment. Send it back. I give, thank, I give yes. thanks for the gratitude because I don't, I don't want to lose that. I don't right. and encourage them. Them. keep supporting people yeah. because I, I feel like a, it's it so is, important. It is, and it seems like it really is. Feel like it's a struggle. Every time a struggle between putting the good stuff in and essentially canceling out, actually more than canceling out, superseding and yes. taking territory mm -hmm. from the bad. Mm -hmm. And when a person reaches out. I mean, that's a bold move that they're making because it they is. are feeling like I'm bothering you. So they have stepped past mm -hmm. something that a lot of people wouldn't, mm -hmm. you know, to come in and, and, and support mm -hmm. you, mm -hmm. you know, and to come and tell them, I support you supporting me. That's what I'm always like, no, thank you. Exactly. Thank you like, me. I support you because you had to step out in faith to do this yes. with all these things telling you yeah. that you shouldn't. Yeah. And I want to just encourage you because keep supporting people because Everybody. we need to support each other. That's one thing that we don't do as yeah. a community. And you know, it's funny. I, I try to constantly break through some glass, a lot of glass ceilings that uh, self-published awesome. authors have, or the traditional yes. publishers have put over the self-published industry. And, um, you know, speaking of trailblazing, I like to, to do that because I want to lift the level of the sea, you know, mm -hmm. and I had, I was That's doing right. a few things, and I had someone come at me, and they were like, you should tell people your secrets. You should keep this to yourself, so you're the first. And I was like, that's, that's helping me, 
but not in the long run. That's right. Like that's not like it's not I, serving. It's mm. not that's not. And it's like if I can help other people in the industry succeed, mm-hmm. it's not. You know, I think it's normal for jealousies to come up. Mm-hmm. You'll see another author who maybe just got started and they're selling mm-hmm. more books than you are, and it's this. It's a struggle of like. I just what learned am that I term doing? recently, FOMO. I just learned that. <laughs> I was like, what, FOMO. <laughs> what am I doing? What am I? What am I not doing? But. You know, it's it's funny. I, I'm such a strong believer that when we put out into the world, you get back. That's so true. You know, that is and so I feel true. like when you when you help others succeed on their path, that and when you so share your true. tricks of the trade, mm-hmm. and you and you just stay in that loving. It's mm-hmm. not a. I am a tough skin girl. I'm not one to sit by and let people walk mm-hmm. all over me. And mm-hmm. people, like I said, they get confused when you think right. of being coming from a loving posture That's that right. you're just. Oh, people can walk. No, that's actually coming from a power. It is. A powerful posture. It is. One of, yes, you know? one of my favorite um, uh, uh, terms is hum- humility. Mm-hmm. And the, the definition, this awesome definition I heard um, was strength under control. Yes. I love that. Like, Which it, is, that is 90% like, of people don't, it they is. don't understand. And just for people listening, like um, uh, uh, words that are also the same as humility, mm-hmm. what author synonyms, <laughs> what is it? Uh, Yes, yeah, synonyms. So, just because you, so people hear humility and they think certain things, things have mm-hmm. connotations. But humility, meek, humble. These are the words that compassionate. These are words we're talking about that you're exerting control. Mm-hmm. You know, this strength under control. Mm-hmm. It does not mean that you are weak. And no. I grew up hearing that. It's, it's a program in our society. It is. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was something that kept me. We're talking about boxes, yep. right? And just for you listening or watching, mm-hmm. um, we talk about boxes, and we all have them. Is when we're born into this world, we're born mm-hmm. with all of our gifts, mm-hmm. and and. Um, we're not sure what to use with them. I call it kind of like primordial ooze. We can be, we're not sure what we're going to be yet. And the, the things that happen, our environment kind of shapes that, you know, and, and encourages us or in, in each, either way, it says, yes, do this, no, do that. There's that positive negative reinforcement that help, tell us, tells us what lines and where to draw the lines, where to draw, and so there's the box. So the box gets drawn around you based on what goes on. And I know for me, my box was, don't shine too bright. <laughs> oh, wait, you're, you're getting a little bit too much. And so I'm like, oh, oh. Because you need to be box. humble. Yes. And that's the confusion. It is. Because people think, oh, you're not being, you know, you're not being humble because mm-hmm. you're shining. That's, mm-hmm. that's a, such a misconception. It is. You know, yes. or I, like what we were talking about earlier about, you know, our country with the American dream. Mm-hmm. You can do anything you want, kids. Right. Just kidding. When you get to right, the right. Oh wait, we really didn't mean that. When eighteen comes, like no, get back in the box. It's, yeah. So it's, it's such it's such a misconception it with that is. because it's oh. like you can be confident and not cocky. There's a difference. It is a difference. There's a very and you know what it comes down to is the place we were talking about. Yes. Where's what's the position? Where where I forget you put it, the the um the place of um like serving. Are you mm-hmm. doing it from a servant's heart? Yes. Or are you self serving? Which yes. one is it? Mm-hmm. And just back to what you were saying, and this is something that's just kind of been on my heart as well as the gatekeeping, mm-hmm. you know, when you're saying like people say, don't, don't tell everybody that is totally being a gatekeeper. Mm-hmm. And I'm a firm believer that anything that we have mm-hmm. doesn't belong to us anyway. Yes. You know, it's, it's totally a gift. Like, like the, the, the idea mm-hmm. just you've been struck with this idea. I mean, you didn't, that didn't come from somewhere no, in you. <laughs> that's exactly what I think is. I, you know, it's funny. It's like, yes, I did the work. I sat there and typed on the keyboard. Right. You walked in obedience to that. Yes. But I feel like I always say I'm a steward of the work. That's right. And, that's Therefore, right. it's not personal. So That's I can't right. take it personally That's if right. I get an attack. That's I'm a just, really great way of looking you know, at so that. So it kind of takes yes. yourself out of it. Out of, like it's not personal. It's not, like, personal. It's not about me. It's not about 
me. I am the I'm the messenger. The messenger. I'm, don't I'm sh- just shoot the messenger. <laughs> exactly. I am just the messenger here. And you know, for those people listening, for me, like when we put ourselves out there through work or through an action or whatever, teacher, whatever it is that you're doing, you are putting yourself out there and, and opening yourself up to attack from negativity and just remembering it. You you are brave. That person, you and whoever else is you're brave for stepping out and yeah. doing what you have been called to do. Because not everybody does their whole lifetime. There's several quotes that say this, but the one is that um, that a lot of people will leave this earth with their music still inside them unplayed. I wrote something I was when I was you know preparing for this, and I was gonna do kind of a combination of you know many people leave this earth with their story unwritten. Yeah. You know, and how sad is that mm-hmm. when you think about that? And because of the fear, because they, they fear fear controls it does. everyone. I have at least one person at every book signing come up to me saying. You know, I want to write, and they're very timid, and I see mm-hmm. their body language, and mm-hmm. they're looking down, and they won't look at me. They're like, you know, I, I wanted to write a book, um, but I just, ah, I can never do this. And I'm like, that's the self-doubt, mm-hmm. and you have got to brush that off mm-hmm. so fast. Anyone can write a book. That's, anybody that's right. Can. And anybody does. Yes. <laughs> and the question is, what are they putting out there? And yeah. I have to be honest, like, I, I, I love... I don't even know if I would have come to this idea, but I, I got this, you know, strike of maybe you should write a book, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I'm tell you the reason why and it's the same as, as the reason for you is there's a lot of content out there. There's so much content out there and, and but it's not always all good content. Mm-hmm. You, you, wanna, you want a fun fact for this that I just read? Yes. The Library of Congress, you know, that's where you register your book to get your copyright. If you read one book, what did they say? It would take you 60,000 years to read every book that's registered in the Library of Commerce. And that's just registered at the Library of Commerce. That's amazing. It's a lot of books out there. There is a lot. And that doesn't even include, like, what's now on the Internet and articles and blogs and podcasts. Blogs, yes. I mean, there's a lot of opinions out there, and there's a lot of information. We are information heavy, which is amazing, but can also (laughs) kind of um, be a liability as well, Mm -hmm. depending on how it's being used. And then the mediums to get to people are, it's great. You can get stuff to people so quickly, which is great, but like we said, you can, you can use it as an attack. Everything has, I, I had this, this inspiration that I got as I've been coaching and all this other stuff was, you know, we're all born with our gifts mm-hmm. and our gifts can either be an asset or a liability. You know, a person that's got a great um, gift of, of charisma. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen what that looks like when it's yeah. in the bad place, but we've also seen what it looks like when it's great. People who are motivational speakers mm-hmm. and people, you know, who ha- and it really is, it's a gift. They, they say when you're talking to someone like that, they feel within them the ability to be able to do things. And that's outside of the person. They are just walking in obedience for their gift and trying to make sure that they're serving. And it all comes down to serving. Mm-hmm. Someone who uses that gift um, and we can look at the Holocaust and all kinds of other mm-hmm. things and, and cult leaders. When you're taking that gift and you're self-serving, mm-hmm. that's when I believe it starts to turn into liability. And most people don't set out that way, but I think it is that self-serving. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, like you were saying, um, our society has kind of created this um, this view. So they say, okay, you do what we think you should do, mm-hmm. right? And you, you listen to that. And then, then they say, oh, well, this person's doing this. And they, they, it creates a sense of feeling jealous mm-hmm. or feeling like your miss fear of missing out, which is pretty, you know, jealousy or that you should be having something or entitled to something that you don't have. So they put you in the box and say, don't come out. Mm-hmm. And then now you feel forlorn or you feel sad whenever someone's doing that thing yep. that you, and then you, now you build this wall around yourself of all the reasons why you, you can't or couldn't do that. And even you, to the point to where you resent mm-hmm. people who are doing it and what an attack, what a gap, mm-hmm. you know, instead of saying, Hey, let me know. Or, or, or can I be encouraged by, how you face these things. Because mm-hmm. I think the, the illusion or the, the thing people don't know, and this is what this podcast is about, is that people who are, who are walking this path struggle. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, every day. 
<laughs> My producer needed me to clap. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> um, but um, but you know, and and then um, it's 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 encouraged and. I just I love when you were saying that you don't want to gatekeep. You don't want to keep no. what what you have for yourself because now you can encourage other people to get out of their boxes. Yes. You know, to get out of their boxes. And the more and we give, the more you get. It you is, know? and that's what other other place where mathematics doesn't work. Like exactly. it really does. It comes back and there's this wave. Like mm-hmm. you just you know you come out there and that lone person doing something that's very hard in servitude mm-hmm. when you do it from a heart. And, you wrote this book, this is from serving. Mm-hmm. You wanted to write because you wanted to serve the young adult community with something, or any community. Yeah. With some, because there are people, they said, she sounds like she's 35. Well, there are 35-year-olds that don't do that. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> you know, there are 80-year-olds yes. that don't do that. They just don't know to do it, mm-hmm. you know? And so I believe it's taking that responsibility, that social responsibility that we're all related. We're mm-hmm. all brothers and sisters. And some of us might grow up that don't have parents mm-hmm. or don't have a support system. And with that open heart, like I was one of those, those friends that was just searching, like, like just felt like I, I really needed more support and understanding of things. And so with that open heart, I would always meet people, mm-hmm. you know, who were willing to just share their experiences mm-hmm. and because I was open to it, yeah. you know, cause that, that resent, when that resentment gets in, you get very close down. Yeah. It's amazing when you open yourself up, the opportunities that present themselves. It does. And yeah. I told, I'm a firm believer that God provides. I mean, if you don't have, like I didn't have a whole lot of, of support um, from my family, everybody was kind of dealing with their own stuff. Everybody had a lot of hurts and everything, but I always had friends of, and parents of friends who always stepped in without knowing anything that was going on. And hey, can I give you a ride to school? Mm-hmm. You know, whenever I, or you know, you know, I when I needed to do something, there was always that person or that was there, and I was looking for it. I was mm-hmm. open to it, open and to those happiness. Those are like the tiny, you know, miracles are funny. People are like, I don't believe in miracles. Or, <laughs> well, miracles rarely happen, and I laugh because. You know, people think miracles like, oh, that's a mother lifting the car off of her child or something. You know, and I'm like, no, miracles happen every day in your life. You they just do. don't acknowledge them. That's right. I found my keys this morning. I, right? I know. I shouldn't have. I know, right? I know exactly. What so a it's great just, it's, point it's, to make. You know, I think it's so easy to overlook, but... You know, the, you woke up this morning. That's like you a missed the forest for the trees, right? Yes, yes. I'm breathing right now. That you're here. Yes, that you're you here. You are here mm-hmm. at this place, point in time, mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a miracle. What mm-hmm. all the things that had to line up mm-hmm. to get you here. And it's, you know? it's easy. You know, when we get busy, we get with work, we get focused, and we get you get that tunnel vision. It's easy to just see the end goal of where you want to go, and you're just like, I'm going to sprint there. But yes. it's so important to take those moments and, and oh, look at so everything around you and look at the whole. Yes, you know? and take a moment to appreciate. It's, yeah, it's hard. I, I've struggled with it daily going, okay, i gotta got to take some time. And that is so good. Grateful, you know? I have to set a reminder. Like, <laughs> I do have a reminder on my phone. I say, my meeting with God. God's like, come meet me. And that's, I have my little reminder on there, okay. <laughs> I'm here for our meeting, <laughs> but it's it's such a good reminder, and I just I think that it's a human condition. Mm-hmm. You know, we do we need anchors. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, we need things to anchor us because when we get out there, it's I was just talking about this yesterday. Um, like you have an event for me, for example, if I have an event, and and at first, you know, you you get so wrapped up into it, and then and you start worrying, you start thinking, is yes. anybody even come? Nobody's even signed up. Da da. And I and I asked for prayer. I reached out, and I was like okay, can you pray for this event? I'm, I'm kind of feeling a little bit worried because nobody's really signed up. And then um, I'm trying to remember how she said it, but essentially she was like, take a moment, mm-hmm. kind of release that, and, and just kind of re-ask, like, like, what are you doing? Reevaluate. And so I kind of stood and said, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. Like, why am I having this event? What, what's the point of it? And I'm like, well, I want to just serve, and I want to show some love and some mm-hmm. light to people. And I'm like, you know, 
if I do that for just one person, I think at least one person had signed up, mm -hmm. then I'm good. I can love that. Gives, that gives me more than I can give to that one person who signed up. Mm -hmm. So there's more going on than I know. Yeah. The self-doubt <laughs> self and fear, I feel like they go hand in hand. And that's they do. A, that's such a, you know, anything that comes up in my in my field where I'm like, ooh, it's it's self-doubt. It's a little tap it, on my it, it, That's exactly you what know? it is. Voice in your ear. Yes, mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. I, um, or I, the fear. The fear yes. of not being good enough. The fear mm -hmm. of failure. The excerpt I brought today is a lesson on fear because it's such a... I think, like we talked about it, it our society is run on fear-driven thoughts, mm -hmm. you know, and it's so easy to get caught in that, oh no, yes. and it's just, it's, you, you just will spiral out yes. of control with it. I actually wrote a, a thing, and, I, mm -hmm. and, and just, it's, it's not mine, it's like, I love you say that, it's it's not mine, I'm just the vessel, mm -hmm. I'm just the, the messenger, but something that popped in my head was like, fear is a liar mm -hmm. and a prison warden. It really is, it keeps you mm -hmm. in that place to where you don't get out, because mm -hmm. fear is, go, you sure you want to do that? Mm -hmm. And the door's wide open. I'm going to read this to you now. <laughs> yes, it's let's, right, it's yes. Right, it's right on it. I think you'll appreciate it. So this is from my third book. Oh, okay. So wait, wait, wait. This is awesome. Okay, so those of you who are listening, when, when does your book come out? Uh, Passage of Times, the third book in the series, and that releases September. Okay. Mm -hmm. So how many months is that? What is it? Seven, eight, 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 eight months. So eight months ahead. So if you guys listen to this podcast, okay, before September, it's the first time <laughs> you are getting to hear an excerpt, okay, from the book. So before millions of people are reading it, yes. you get to read it first here on yes. opting out, opt out. Yes. <laughs> I want to bring you a special treat and uh, no spoilers, so. but right. it works perfect for what we're what we're talking about here. So it's a quote. Alara, the fear you're experiencing isn't real. It's an illusion created in your mind and will incapacitate your entire being if you allow it. I sighed, my boots sinking deeper into the snow. The lunan tightened his grip around my arms before continuing. The walls of fear are built by the unseen hands of doubt. If you accept this truth, they will crumble before your eyes. If you resist it, prepare to stay trapped in a fortress of terror. I blinked hard, absorbing his words. It's time to let go of your fears. Like love, true power comes from within. It's not found outside of yourself. He rested a hand over my heart. It's found in here. Wow. That is very appropriate. <laughs> I know. Prison. <laughs> that is so good. What? I mean, your writing is just coming along amazing. But even the first one, I mean, I love the messages in there. and They I build love... substantially, you yes. know, which is what I wanted to do. A subtle book one, I always say, is a subtle warm-up to the marathon. It is. And it was, it was hard to put it down. It really was. <laughs> like, I don't get time to read. You know, I'm nur and then I was really nursing. <laughs> Nurse baby one hand, reading a book in the other no, really, I was. <laughs> and I could not put it down. It's so good. But it's and just messages like that that I want to... Yes, just keep putting it out there. Mm -hmm. And um, and I'm sure that, that your book is filled with that. And mm -hmm. what I love, and so for those of you listening, watching, is reading, like like filling your mind and yourself with, with content that is actually restoring, teaching, like, like helping and put positive things. It's powers, empowers you, mm -hmm. you know, so that you can step out, step out of your box, step, step mm -hmm. out of your comfort zone and do that thing that's pulling. We all have that thing mm -hmm. eventually in our lives that start pulling at us. Yes. And it's, I was um, just talking about this yesterday. Um, I actually, um, the, the creative field, mm -hmm. I feel like has the hardest time doing it. Authors, um, musicians, um, uh, painters, um, the, I mean, they just, I feel like artists have such a a harder time stepping out because society does not give that equality mm -hmm. with other um, other vocations, mm -hmm. and that's that's unfortunate because we need yeah. 
we need beauty. Mm-hmm. We need inner beauty. And maybe that's why I was thinking about this, why that maybe there is, because I think I look at like territory and things kind of just being under attack, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a reason. I always look at like, what's the reasoning behind them? Mm-hmm. Kind of a, one of those thinkers. Like, why is it there is such, I mean, you think about like just even the old adage, right? A child comes and says, I want to be a musician, mm-hmm. you know, and, <laughs> and yes, we have children here. Hashtag real life. <laughs> Opting out. <laughs> Opt out. <laughs> no, really. I, I'm a firm believer. Just side note, I'm a firm believer in one of my, 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 my missions, one of my goals, one of my prayers is I would love to be able to, to do work, do business, and have my children, have our children, our family mm-hmm. around. I want them around. I don't want to send them. You know, at least, yes, while they're still, especially while they're still little and they're still kind of forming, you know, and eventually they will start getting out there more mm-hmm. and everything. But I just, and I also just, you can do it too. How many people, some people like, we're all wired differently. And I think some, you know, they're, that, that it works for them, mm-hmm. you know, and it works for their whole family unit. And some people, I know people who say, man, I wish. I would have after the children are grown. I wish I would have had them home with me because, but the fear mm-hmm. of everybody saying your kids are going to be weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's another yes, another attack yes. that people yeah. will say. And so you have to wonder. There must be something when something is really messed with. There must be something onto it. So mm-hmm. back to what you were saying. When it comes to people who are wanting to be artists, mm-hmm. you know, you have to wonder. Gosh, of all the things, somebody attacks you. I want to be a lawyer. Really, you know, <laughs> or doctor, Absolutely. really, you know, nobody attacks those. Yeah. They're like, that's great. Our family, my family's going to be so happy. Mm-hmm. It's like <laughs> the starving artist. Yes. And there's Stigma, such, yes. You know? And we all grew up just thinking You're gonna that. You're going to waste your time chasing yes. a pipe dream. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that, blah, that's blah, a nice blah. hobby, but what else are you going to oh do? Oh my gosh. That, that is the one thing that I, as an author, I think any author can relate to this, um, that they get a good chuckle about is when someone says, how's that hobby of yours coming along? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, I'm sorry, what? Like that's, that's you have one, to put it that way. It's one time where my head will spin because I'm like, hobby? <laughs> really? My hobby that's that I spend 14 hours a day on computer know. at is, is going very well, thank you. Uh, yes, <laughs> good answer. You know, and it's so interesting. And I feel like, and the people I feel like who say stuff like that don't realize, you know, they don't, don't. don't really, yeah, don't okay. really realize like what like they I mean obviously that speaks to what's going on in their life mm-hmm. but like what they say it's so funny how I've seen like I could be somewhere and be a stranger and have somebody say the exact wrong thing and they don't even know what's going on which makes me wonder exactly. there's somebody else watching here <laughs> exactly the exact wrong thing for me it was yeah. the I'm, I'm at the store with my, my three little ones at the time and um they're very close in age so it's like the time three two and zero <laughs> and someone sees me and they say it's still wow you got your hands full and, yeah. <laughs> and me being, especially at the time, still that people pleaser yeah. and that agreeable person, which is like, oh yeah, you know, mm-hmm. although it, it struck, you know, mm-hmm. like, I don't have that many children. <laughs> I got like a leash behind me and like a litter. I, I mean, I'm telling you, even <laughs> And even still, if you did. And exactly. And even yeah. still, and I, I fully want all of them. Yeah. And so I remember telling someone who had nine and, uh, or, uh, I mean, yeah, I think she had nine, nine, nine little ones, and she said people would tell her that, and she said that I would say, uh, full of, a handful of blessings, and I'm like, I need to start speaking life. Yeah. You know, when someone says something, whether or not they realize how it is being received, mm-hmm. if I'm just like, oh, okay, I feel like that's been receiving mm-hmm. that, and it did, it did some number on me over time, mm-hmm. and I think just it, it seems, it seems like it didn't get through, mm-hmm. right, but it did, and so what I'm trying to be more aware of is speaking positivity mm-hmm. over something. You know, mm-hmm. and so you responding back, like, actually, it's not a hobby in a nice way, mm-hmm. you know, is a way of you not letting that absorb. Because once that gets in, mm-hmm. that self-doubt is going to start kicking up. Oh, absolutely. You know, like, mm-hmm. well, is it sure? a hobby? You know, I know. <laughs> am I sure that I'm doing this? Man, I'm spending a whole lot of time on my hobby. <laughs> and, and it is a hobby. I mean, I don't have to get into that. But when you think about that, I, I just wonder, 
And that's like people make themselves feel better about doing what they're passionate about, mm -hmm. you know, and feel like, well, I got to do two things because I got to do what I'm passionate about mm -hmm. and I got to do what they think, you know, pays bills. And don't get me wrong. It, 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 it's definitely a struggle. And if, you know, this is a strike and a chord with those of you watching or listening, um, the, the podcast video that we just did yesterday mm -hmm. was with um, a musician friend of mine and he was talking about like that first year he was like, yeah, I was hungry, but I was determined for him. And it was just neat seeing through his perspective because a lot of us don't have that, like, and but I think it's still applicable when you look at it. Like, he's coming out as a, a Marine in the civilian world, and for him, he was digging out of a hole because he had so many people commit suicide mm -hmm. because of not knowing what to do out there. Yeah. And so, musician, being a musician was his anchor. Mm -hmm. And then, I mean, he headed towards that thing like a freight train. Mm -hmm. He's like, either failure is not an option. Yep. And I'm going to do whatever I need to do. And that means I'm starving. If that means I'm downsizing, if that's meaning whatever, then I'm going to do that. Mm -hmm. Like he invested, we're talking about investing. You got to investing. invest in yourself. And yes. You have to be I think and a lot what of you're going to do, like he bought, he went and bought a $2,000 guitar. He says, mm -hmm. I said, no, that's brilliant mm -hmm. because that's telling yourself that I'm doing this. Yes. That's not a hobby. <laughs> no. And it's, yeah. And it's, and I think a lot of people. Oh, and know. he didn't know how to play a guitar. <laughs> he bought a $2,000 guitar and didn't know how to play it. And he now. taught himself I don't know I was like See? that is such a great example that's, no and that's <laughs> I think so many people need to to hear more stories like that to realize like you don't have to be special to do that everybody has that capacity. and guess what you are special right yeah. like you, but you actually, don't have to have that like spec you know what I'm saying yes, society, yes. what the like, world has kind of special put, yes you know, we all have that ability that's to right take control and to make that hobby right a job that's or a right. reality and yeah I mean yes it costs money to write books right it costs money to you know people are like does it cost any money to be a writer no yeah. if you get your pen and paper and just write that's right but if you want to be a self-published author yes it costs but money guess what so does coffee <laughs> <laughs> and it costs money in investing in yourself mm -hmm. and saying you know what no I'm, I'm confident enough that this is going to go from point a to point like i'm B. doing this and that yes. is really it's the mentality and i think when we were talking about being cocky i think that is where that that kind of um, um, illusion that that lie mm -hmm. comes in that thinks just because I am driven mm -hmm. doesn't mean I'm cocky just yeah. because I am full force like a freight train mm -hmm. I am you're not gonna stop me mm -hmm. I'm just gaining momentum mm -hmm. you know that doesn't mean that I am uh, I've heard um, impractical mm -hmm. <laughs> or that I'm not being realistic mm -hmm. you know you'll you will hear those those but are if such you look thoughts. at all of the top entrepreneurs in the world Everyone told them they were crazy at one so point. True. Everyone told them it can't be done. You know, I tell people, I hear no all day. Um, when I, mm -hmm. when someone tells me, no, that can't be done, I say, watch it, watch it. Right, exactly. And, yeah, you might as well say, okay, I'm giving you, like, like mm -hmm. giving me more momentum, right? You tell Absolutely. me no, that I'm going to even drive faster. And it's not coming faster. from that, ooh, I'm angry, so watch me do it. It's coming, it's, it's a motivation of, no, I, this is this is my path, and it's going to. Be I'm driving even further, just mm -hmm. so that anybody who feels like it's a no for them realizes mm -hmm. it's actually not a no for them. Yes, you exactly. know, and I love that that whole crazy. I feel like, and I'm learning that um, anytime somebody calls you crazy or says anything along that, that usually means you're on the right track. <laughs> it really does. It usually anything that's worth anything when, yep. is going when to be everything crazy. Everything starts to fall apart. I'm telling you, about it is. Happen. And when it really, the question we all should ask ourselves when we're ready to just go all in into something we know we want to do, mm -hmm. we need to realize, okay, well, what do you want to sacrifice? Because that's really, and there's nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. There's nothing, and when you believe in something, there's nothing wrong with downsizing. There's nothing wrong with, I mean, because it, I truly believe if you're meant to do it, mm -hmm. it's going to take hard work, but everything will line up. Everything falls everything into place. Will I've, line been, up. I've had so many talks with my husband over the year about finances. What are we doing? And it's always gone back to, I believe in this. I believe in you. 
we're moving forward. It show and it shows up. Everything and just it always happens. works out. Mm-hmm. When you know, when you least expect it, you know, one of um a spiritual teacher that I've I've read a lot of work, you know, he always he always said when people would ask about worrying about financial, worrying about money, uh, he said I he would laugh and say, I have a sandwich for today and that's all I need. Mm-hmm. And I know, so, right? it's so true. It's like, yes. you know, it's so it easy, simple. you know, we either regret the past or we fear the future, mm-hmm. you know, and it's, it's so easy to sit there and be like, oh no, I don't have enough money to get through to pay the bills for this month mm-hmm. or I don't mm-hmm. have this, but what do you have right now? That's right. Are you hungry right now? Can you go get some food? That's right. right. You know, let's so that's right. pull it back to that. I mean, not everyone, yes, can, but I'm saying. But that's a good that way, way to look at it though. And I know there are times where, where, I mean, um, I mean, we've always been somewhat blessed, but I know even in my single life where I'm like, well, I don't know where rent's coming from or I don't know where food's coming from. And oh, always, yeah. always, yeah. always, for me, my experience, something would show up. Absolutely. And I feel like it's an openness. I feel like it's about, honestly, it's about your heart. And I would love to hear more. Mm-hmm. And maybe as I talk to people, I'll get a chance to do that. Of people where maybe they have, you know, um, been in, in situations where they weren't, you know, getting regular meals. But like, what's that story? Because I've seen and I love it. When your heart is open and you are just, you are just open. I am searching. I am, I am yes. open and I am joyful. I'm joyful. I just feel like things, Absolutely. for me, my experience, it's That's, always showed yes, up. Yes, yeah, I have, yes, my husband and I both have had times in life where mm-hmm. we didn't know how we were going to eat that mm-hmm. night or whatever, mm-hmm. and, um, but it always worked out, yeah, and tough. I think it is, I think it's, you know, it's, it's, it's when you close yourself off of that, you know, I'm a firm believer of what we hold in mind tends to manifest, and mm-hmm. if you shut yourself off is that's never going to happen. That's right. I'm never going to get that job. I'm never going to get that interview because of the self-doubt that's building as I'm not worthy or I'm mm-hmm. not good enough. Mm-hmm. No, you're not going to get the job because you're shutting yourself off to That's it, right. You know? and, and it's going to uh, affect how you behave. It's going to affect what you do mm-hmm. in that in that job. And mm-hmm. one of the things I would totally love to encourage, So, and you brought up something that I'm just coming come back to my mind now that I really think <laughs> that I really think needs to um, be addressed for a lot, of, especially within the the, the um, women community, but in general, mm-hmm. is that, that, that feeling of miss, the fear of missing out and what that does to people, that they feel like, so for example, someone who, who also wants to, to be a writer mm-hmm. and they will look at successes of others mm-hmm. and feel that feeling of, of jealousy or, mm-hmm. or um, insecurity. And I think that comes from thinking that they are taking something Right, yes. and yeah. that, and the society does that, like act now, right? <laughs> act out for this offer, and so there's always this urgent mm-hmm. urgency mm-hmm. that with things. And when I feel that I'm, I'm a shut down person when it comes to that. I'm like, if I'm feeling like I'm being rushed, I'm going to stop and make sure it's my decision. Mm-hmm. But the the, tr- the reality is, like you were saying, there's only one path for each person, and nobody can take that path from you. Nope. Nobody. It's, all it, it's don't worry own. about your neighbor's path. Exactly, because that's not yours. <laughs> it's not yours. You can't even get on there if you wanted to. My son's teacher tells the kids he's five, tells the five-year-olds in your class, whose nose is on your face? Right. Yours. That's right. Don't worry about that nose. And I'm like, it's so true. And it's so much easier to do that. And, you know, I just had this this visual is, you know, we were talking about somebody, like a lot of the self-help and a lot of the the, the people that are Mm -hmm. CEOs that have built a a huge Mm -hmm. business um, in internet marketing when it comes to saying, do what I did. I've just boxed up what I did, and I'm going to sell this to you, and you do it, and you'll be just as successful as me. And I'm not saying that doesn't work for certain people, but it's not going to be It's a little misleading. Success. I feel it, a little false is. advertising. And mm-hmm. It is. And remember, we're talking about shadows and substances. Mm-hmm. That path that they're telling you, it's like, come follow me, that's not your path. And I just had this visual, because I'm like, we're all on our own paths, and you cannot get off of it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's yours. Mm-hmm. And you can choose to walk it or not walk it. And I was thinking, when people start taking up like other people's causes and what they're doing that's not theirs, mm-hmm. I feel like it's like putting on virtual reality glasses. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have the illusion of walking a path, 
right? Like I'm on this path, I'm on this path, but ultimately you're still standing still and your path is still untraversed. Yeah. Your, your possibilities are un, unseen and whatever you're supposed to put yeah. out there. Like is you not can now. have mentors, you can have people, you know, like musicians, there's only one Jimi Hendrix. That's right. Don't, don't play your guitar to Jimmy be Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Mm-hmm. That, that can be your inspiration. That's right. But take that and become your own. You know, I've had a few people reach out. I love what you're doing on your platform and this. I just, I want to, I want to do it like you. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm very appreciative that they think what I'm doing is helpful or they mm. find it helpful. But mm. I'm like, no, you have to do your own thing. In this industry, you have to put yourself out there. You have to, there's millions of authors. You have mm-hmm. to be different than everyone else. And once upon a time, you were the one that was Absolutely. getting ready to put, and you had, uh, yes. you inspired and learned and, and yes. pulled pieces from and said, mm-hmm. how does this look like? Mm-hmm. With I do it. Yeah, you have to. What do you want to do? Don't don't conform to that. That's, that's right. Because we were all, and you know, I, I heard this great speech from this awesome lady who was talking about like, look, you want to see a miracle? Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so true. And when you think about, there's no, I mean, other than twins, and even they are not the same. Their their genes and everything else are different, and there's always some some difference. Mm-hmm. Mind is different. There is no two. There are no two people mm-hmm. that are alike. Mm-hmm at all Mm-mm. I mean how amazing is that we get to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. we get to have that uniqueness we all want you to be unique we all want to stand out and do us that's, what's, that's <laughs> the irony right and <laughs> know, then you've right? got social media where everyone's living vicariously I know through everybody other people's I you know, know posts and everything I know I'm scrolling. all like scrolling and trolling <laughs> what's going on <laughs> It's a slippery slope. <laughs> it really is. And then and then people start feeling bad about their lives. But I think that's the thing is like don't condemn that behavior. If you see yourself do everyone does it. We're yes, human. Right, it's natural right, right, to right. judge to judge others. It's natural to say, Oh, I wish I looked like that or oh, they're doing better in life than I am. But don't if the thought comes up of ooh, I shouldn't feel that way, don't condemn yourself for right, it. That's right. Just Condem- see what condemnation it, puts you into that box, box again. again. Uh-huh. Just see it for what it is and say, you know what, I'll try not just right. call it out. Call it out call within it out yourself. And let it and say, we don't, I don't know what's going on in that person's life. And that's I, exactly, exactly. And say, social you know, media is only what you want people you, to see. It, it's true. Someone, um, uh, it was a pastor's wife, was speaking to our mops group, and she was saying that it's the highlight reel. <laughs> that's a great. <laughs> it is. She's like, it's a highlight reel. You don't even know yes. people. I think if, if people in the dating world, you know, with all like um, Bumble and all this stuff, with yeah. all the filters, I'm like, I wonder if, you know, when people go on these blind dates, if they're, like, looking at the filter, and then the person walks in, and they're like, they look nothing. Hashtag no filter. <laughs> Can we FaceTime before we meet? In real life, was FaceTime have filters on it? <laughs> no, and it's becoming the, the, the norm to do that, to change um, our appearances, you yes, know? And yes. it's feeding that, because you're right, there is that temptation, there is that draw for, and some more than others, mm-hmm. to, to wish that it was different, or want different. And so now there's apps are showing up mm-hmm. that are allowing people to play around with those ideas. And mm-hmm. it might say, oh, it's for fun, but really, we're doing something, mm-hmm. I feel like, to ourselves. And, mm-hmm. Or when, it, like you were saying, when you're, when you're scrolling and trolling, <laughs> when you scrolling and trolling, and you see something, and it makes you get that, that ping, or that feeling, yeah, right? Yeah, you can feel it. Yes, you feel mm-hmm. it. You do. You feel that sting, and then if you're like, if you don't deal with it, mm-hmm. remember talking about arrows piercing? Yeah. It gets in there and it does damage. Investor. It does, and it and it does a lot of damage. But if you like, yeah, I just felt this way. I don't have to feel that way. I, I don't know. I don't know this person's full story, and I can focus on mine. You know, mm-hmm. and or why do I feel this way? I think it's good in general. I think it's good to always ask why mm-hmm. to ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we do live in a society that's always kind of 
scooting over things. They scoot mm-hmm. over. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. let me just put those bones in this closet. Oh, I'll look at it later. <laughs> Don't look over there. I'll look at it later. <laughs> and unfortunately, there's no infinite amount of space. Yes. <laughs> so eventually, things bust out. Exactly. <laughs> and then it's horrible. And you have no control. I said, you have no control mm-hmm. at that point. When you allow, when you allow it to take over you, then you've lost. You've essentially relinquished control of dealing with it whenever it first bothers you I think that is so cool I am just so impressed and I am so thankful that you have um, given us your time today yeah thank you for having me yes and by the way guys this woman is a mom and a wife (laughs) many (laughs) wife of a cup mom wife blessed life you know and it's it's just to go to show that um, I'm a mom and a wife too (laughs) real life and you know what's awesome? Just a quick note about social media and Facebook is that <laughs> what's amazing <laughs> is that um, when you put yourself out there for real, like we might we could edit all that out and cut stuff out and this that, and the other, but people feel really relaxed whenever they see like it's. Real I think life. because the social media, you lose that authentic, you know, factor <laughs> of the world, and it's funny. I'll do, I'll do a lot of stories on Instagram, I can be so awkward when I'm speaking about stuff. And I just, I just give a, a true life of what mm-hmm. the self-publishing industry is mm-hmm. like. And I don't, I don't sugarcoat anything. Mm-hmm. I say how it is. And sometimes I'm like, oh, maybe I should reel it in. But then I get these messages that say, thank you for being you for and them. just putting it, putting out it all there. out and there. I'm like, you know what? Because people, people crave that. They we don't, because do. we don't get a lot of that anymore. No, authenticity is the right word. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we want permission that we can be real too. Yeah. I have a, actually a very mm-hmm. funny story. So, um, uh, so our house is a mess. It's, it's a little bit together these days, but like about a year and a half ago, it was really, I mean, it was closed everywhere. I mean, clothes are still everywhere, but clothes everywhere. I remember I had this joke that I was like, they're going to, they're going to like mutiny and <laughs> throw us out. <laughs> and, um, and I, I was doing mops at the time, and I had a friend come over um, to have coffee. And it's funny because like, I was having a real hard morning. I was in my, my closet kind of having that prayer time, and I just finished nursing the baby. And it was all transitioning, you know, with leading and all this other stuff. And I just I was praying, and I was like, God, I just need a hug. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I just really need a hug. And then not long after that, I get a text message from um, one of the mops moms. And I didn't know her super well. I mean, it was, we were all very new, but she just... You know, I guess I crossed her mind, and her son was going to school nearby our house, and she's like, I just dropped off my, my son. Can I bring you a coffee? Aww. I know. And I was like, my first instinct was to be like, well, my house is a mess, mm-hmm. and, and the children are everywhere, and nobody's got any, any regular clothes on. <laughs> I don't have any regular clothes on. When was the last time I had a shower? <laughs> you know? And, and these are things I'm, I'm thinking about. And I remember, I just heard this voice. That reminded me of something she said at one of our uh, first, actually it was our first mops meeting, when she was like, I don't have people over to our house because I just don't feel like it's in, in the right oh. condition mm-hmm. to have anybody over. And he reminded me that she said that. And I was like, okay, <laughs> well, I'll make her feel real good about herself. <laughs> and then he reminded me, you just asked for a hug. And this person's wanting to bring you coffee yeah. out of nowhere. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, come on over. Sorry if you're going to have to, you know, jump hurdles and sidestep when you walk the in the house. The miracles. One of those, the miracles in life. It's a miracle. So she comes in and, <laughs> and she, we hang out. And later she's like, I felt so good whenever I saw your house. <laughs> I was like, I'm glad I could help you. <laughs> it's the, and I think, I know we need to wrap this up, but one more thing. I think it's so important. Like I try to share, you know, I feel like a lot of people like the highlight reel. They're just showing the good. Mm-hmm. And one of my dear friends, it was so great. She showed it was her son was having a birthday party. 
and she has um, three kids, but it was two boys, and it was time to sing happy birthday, and everyone just melted down. <laughs> and she's like, go, like yelling at her kid. Her <laughs> and she posted it. And she was awesome. like, I wanted to give, and everyone loved it so much. And I was like, that's. People love those that's posts. What people love is to see that you, we're, we're real, real people. Yes. You, you know? don't have to do the filters or the editing. Yeah. <laughs> edit stuff out. I'm sorry, I'm going to edit you out. <laughs> you can't edit out in real life. No. So I think, so that's what I, you know, I try to show the, the, yeah, I like to show cool things that happen in my life in the mm-hmm. industry, but I also like to say, like, hey, look at this rejection I got today. Yeah, that is so So good. other yes. people, you know, so you see, and I love when I see that on social media, people will be like, oh, literary agent said no, and they're taking, they're being brave enough to put themselves out there to say, hey, look, I got this bad review, I got this, but they don't realize that that's helping, that helps yes. yourself. so many Put yourself people. out there, and it helps so many other people. It does, like, like, you don't even okay. have to be a writer to be helped by that. You're yes. like, it's okay for me to. Be vulnerable. Yes. It's okay to, yes. And it doesn't, it doesn't work out. It's yes. okay that it doesn't work out. We it is so many not the end life. of the So exactly. many no's. I tried to tell my son that the other day. I said no. He's like, Mom, I know you say no too much. And I was like, the world is filled with no's, it my friend. So you have to, we now. have, you know, you have mm-hmm. to be able to brush it off. And the question is, what do you do mm-hmm. after you get a no? Do you stop or do yeah. you keep on going? And would you go keep going till you get that yes? Mm-hmm. Or do you check and say, okay, let me make sure. Do I still want to keep going? Is this mm-hmm. one? Because some people, I think, chase chase the wrong path. Mm-hmm. And then getting doors slammed in their face, doors mm-hmm. in their face. So, so that's something I would love to just, just real quick get your, your input on as well, is one of the things when, when traversing a path, and let's say there's, there's, there's the ones designed for you, mm-hmm. and there's one that, the ones that, many of them that are not, and many of people are going towards those mm-hmm. because it looks easy. By the way, no shortcuts. There are no shortcuts. No. <laughs> um, and they will, they will try to do those paths. And as someone who is walking their own, and, and finding that difference, mm-hmm. right, the difference between when the, the doors are closing or the no's are to strengthen, like, you know, uh, uh, much needed resistance to prepare you, like it's, it's a part of your path. Mm-hmm. And when the no's are because this is just not what you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. right? Like, like how would you, for someone that's listening, mm-hmm. right? Like, like, am I, so we ask whoever's listening, are you, one, are you on the right path? Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Are you excited about what you're doing where you could do it for 14 hours? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. that says a lot, yes. you know, in the working world, they can't, mm-hmm. you know, legally do that, yeah. but. Are you excited? Can you work 14 hours? Are you excited when you get up <laughs> to go do whatever it is you're doing? Mm-hmm. But so for someone who's walking that, what, are, what, and telling someone, what can they watch for to see? Am I on my path or am I kind of doing virtual reality on someone else's? Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, this is why I tell writers. Writers will say, how do you, what do you do with writer's block? Mm-hmm. And people think it's the story, mm-hmm. that you're having a problem with the story, with the character's mm-hmm. development. No, that's not what writer's block is. In mm-hmm. my opinion, writer's block is you have something coming up in your own life. Mm-hmm. An emotional mm-hmm. block. It's mm-hmm. not a content block of your mm-hmm. story. It's an emotional block mm-hmm. in yourself. Something is coming up that is mm-hmm. keeping you from getting the mm-hmm. work out. So I look at that as when you're on the path, and I feel like it's, it's the self-doubt mm-hmm. that will come up. It's the, and I feel like I keep saying, com- coming back, circling back to self-doubt, but I feel like that is, is so, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's such a strong program that mm-hmm. we have to deal with mm-hmm. all the time. Yeah. And I feel like that's what will stray people, the temptation. Mm-hmm. And it comes up with me regularly. I'll have mm-hmm. temptations come up in the industry of, well, this is bright and shiny, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And I think it's not having knee-jerk reactions, mm-hmm. not reacting on emotions mm-hmm. when something does trigger or come mm-hmm. up in your life mm-hmm. it's I think it's we're, we're in such an immediate gratification world mm-hmm. of taking a second just 
just stop. Mm-hmm. That's so true. <laughs> it's a powerful place in that taking a moment. Just taking a moment and <laughs> mm-hmm. listening and seeing what is the noise, what's clogging your mm-hmm. antenna here, what's putting you in the box, mm-hmm. kind of putting it all on the table and looking mm-hmm. at it mm-hmm. and then saying, okay, what, what, it's like doing, you know, your mental inventory. Like mm-hmm. what, what's the self-doubt? What is this coming from? Why am I wanting to go this way? Is mm-hmm. this a positive? Right. We don't always get the answer. Right. You know? Right. Um, but I feel, you know, I'm a very spiritual person. If, if someone praise I would say pray about it if if you're if you're an atheist if you're not into that that's fine then just take a moment mm-hmm. and really see what what's why am I being pulled on it to or, kind of go on that door mm-hmm. open that door what is behind that door mm-hmm. we're not always going to know right right but I think it's so important you know I tell people all the time to set your intention and stay mm-hmm. true to yourself mm-hmm. and I think when you set that intention on that path mm-hmm. you're going to have all those doors pop up all that temptation what's my door number one that is <laughs> you know awesome. yes. so I think it's just it's it's I think it's so crucial just take a moment don't mm-hmm. you know that buy it now button on Amazon I, I know that's what happened yes exactly like hurry up there's a time clock going yes and it's no I gotta take a moment take my those take infomercials moment. that run for a year but yes. it's always 30 seconds left like, hurry 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 and I'm like wait I don't even feel myself catching I'm like wait a minute there's, no yeah I, I know people you know in the industry but life alone as well is it's not it's not a um Sprint, you know, it's not a sprint. It's yeah, marathon. it's not a hurry up by now, it's hurry mar- back it's now. It's a marathon. So yes. you've got you've got to just this, this will not expire. <laughs> no, you've got to take the time. It's true. Mm-hmm. So and that take was, that yeah. moment. That is so true to see like if they're on that path. Um, on the right path, you know, mm-hmm. and, and look at that. It's such a good good point. And just stay in your power. Just always own and stay in your power. And nothing and can you know, can you know And you brought up a good point. Um so one of the things I learned and just hearing a lot of the voices and the noise mm-hmm. is I realized I've deciphered there's three of them mm-hmm. there's three of them they, they come in different things it can seem like it's a bunch but there's three voices I think we all actually I know we all have them mm-hmm. and one of them's our voice mm-hmm. one of it's kind of that positive that good mm-hmm. voice and then one of them's that negative mm-hmm. you know the prison warden the fear box all of that you know and then some of them they all and the, the hard part is they all sound like your voice mm-hmm. and you got to figure out which one mm-hmm. which one do I own which one do I want to receive and which one does not belong to me and I'm kicking it out. And Absolutely. that's a daily, constant <laughs> Yeah, you're thing. always cleaning house. You have to check. You know, I look at vultures and it's, mm-hmm. it's the analogy of the vulture is so, it's so spot on. You know, vultures are always circling. Mm-hmm. That's true. Um, that's true. They don't, don't stop. They're only going to pick at you if you lay down. That's true too. That is true. So I try to keep that in mind. It's like, don't lay on your back for the vultures. Yeah, don't they're lay not, down. You can wander in the desert all yeah. day. Just get up. They're going to circle up. you. But that's keep, right. It's, it's when you... It's when you lay down and surrender to these vultures is when they're going to come at you. I so. love that. And, um, and just to, you know, looping in with the, the first one, this mm-hmm. is our second um, kind of live podcast with, the, um, with our guests mm-hmm. and, and in the extraordinary zone. And um, it's interesting when I was kind of getting prepared and kind of writing out the ideas of like what this was like and, and what people are listening and what they're looking for. And, and I, I used the analogy yesterday as well, but, you know, um, when you are, um, uh, if you want to do a half marathon, you don't just show up. Yeah. That day, there's training that mm-hmm. has to happen, and I think when we think about it from a physical standpoint, because mm-hmm. it's, I, I, am a firm believer, and I've seen how, what happens in the physical, and it's so easy for us to understand what we can touch mm-hmm. and see and do, but it's a lot harder when it's the things in the kind of the spiritual, mm-hmm. the emotional, the things that are not as tangible, mm-hmm. although they have a very real space, mm-hmm. and I think when we start looking at them like the physical, it helps us understand. Well, just the same thing as you, you want to do a half marathon. There is training, and when you train, it is hard. Mm-hmm. In order to get to that next level, you have to tear some muscles and you have to break down some stuff. Sometimes you might break something and then you heal and you keep going and then you get to see the results. And I think that it's hard when you don't have that 
that actual physical like track of mm-hmm. my marathon day is this day mm-hmm. and I have this amount of time and here's my training schedule and this is how I know I'm making progress. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when we don't have that ready for us, it's hard for us to keep on and set our intention. You know, our intention is this. How do I train for this? And I think if we look at it from that perspective, which I want you to think about this, then it's easy for us to set our goals and set our timelines and, and always kind of reevaluate. Why am I running? Why do I want to run? You know, because maybe I shouldn't be. Exactly. <laughs> you yeah. know, and everything. Am I doing it because it looks cool, because everybody's doing it, because it's trendy? Because if that's the case, you're going to fall away from it. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to enjoy it even if you make it. Mm-hmm. It's going to make you miserable. Yeah. You know, because it's hard. Yeah. You're chasing an, an illusion. Exactly. And it's a hard thing to do, when, especially if you're not supposed to be doing it or don't want to mm-hmm. be doing it. Mm-hmm. So, um... So I think it's really neat to look at that training. And so, like, I, I would love for these these podcasts, especially with our, our guests and people who are telling us, like, just peek into my path, and this is what it looks like for me. Don't do my path, but just understand it is it's hard. It's supposed to be hard, and you're not alone. If it's hard for you, you aren't alone. No, it's hard. It's a struggle. Every yeah. And it, anyone it, tells you no, it's not is is, is fooling. Yes, yeah, so you're you're seeing the highlight reel. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and and I think that it helps. Like for me, as someone who's kind of stepping out, you know, it helps community. Having that cheerleader, having that person who's going to speak truth, having that person who's going to be like, you know what, I'm further down that path, and this is not abnormal, mm-hmm. you know. And, and like you said, it only takes one. I'm a, I'm an introvert. Um, I I love being by myself. I'd sit in my room all day by myself. Um, but I can also be very social if, if I need to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's having you know I have I have a very very dear best friend who I call my advisor, mm-hmm. and she. Uh, you know, it's like you said, it's, it's, it's like we talked about, it's, you know, quality over quantity. Mm-hmm. I can have one conversation with her and she'll pull me out of it. That's right. It obliterates all the, the mess yeah. that's trying to come in and bombard. You're like, nope, mm-hmm. there's light. Y'all go. You but know? For, for some people that like to be the social butterflies, they, you know, it's, it's, it's getting it from everybody else, mm-hmm. you know, and, and hearing it from little, little pieces mm-hmm. here and there, which is fine. There's no mm-hmm. right or wrong. It's just, um, and it's there, yeah, whatever it's just, we're built, it's mm-hmm. there for us. I do feel like everything we need is there for so us. As you're open to it. That's right, and and folks on there, I think that is that is just so amazing, and um, I just I, I I hope and pray that everyone listening, watching, is just feeling encouraged. Yes. Um, we love to be social. You can find my sweet friend um, on Instagram under author underscore j dot m buckler, and on Facebook mm-hmm. um, under the. Uh, a seeker of time. If you put a seeker of time. Awesome. You can mm-hmm. find her. Um, she also has a website. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow her as well as some really neat instructional videos, right? Yes. Those are on, on Instagram. I do. Um, I have a series. Um, kind of goes behind the scenes of the self-published uh, publishing industry. Gives you some tips and tricks of the trade. So those of you who are interested in starting that journey, mm-hmm. connect with her. She is yes, a wonderful out. person mm-hmm. who will totally point you in the right direction for your path. Absolutely. Um, we here at... Um, House of Zeddy slash opt out. Um, would love to hear from you too. If there's anything that we can do to serve, please let us know. Um, we just want to make sure that you feel um, loved, you feel relaxed, you feel filled with light um, when you visit with us. We are so glad that you joined us, whether um, not long after we published it or years later. We are so glad that you're here and we know that there's a reason that you have invested very valuable time with us and we are thankful for you. And um, again, let us know if there's anything we could do. We love you. Please join us again on our extraordinary zone where we opt out of the norm and we do and traverse the, um, the crazy and the extraordinary because we are all, we are every one of us, are extraordinary. You're extraordinary. You're extraordinary. My husband's are extraordinary. Thank you. You're extraordinary. <laughs> Love you and have a wonderful rest of your day. <laughs>